Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field. Planting is uh, getting back underway in some areas. It's really been a kind of a chopped up uh, season. It's Depending on where we look, we've got uh, planters that have been running in Tazewell County uh, all day Saturday and through the weekend, and they're looking at finishing up their soybeans here tomorrow or the next day in a lot of cases. While we still have other areas like over in the Donovan area and uh, Ford County and different places where they're at that 70 and 85% done situation, so trying to battle the weather here at South. As far as... The guys up in Wilmington go, they're, they're probably 15-20% of their beans left to plant. And then on top of it this weekend, they picked up 3 to 5 inches of rain. So while everybody else was planting beans, they got hit pretty hard in that scenario itself. So we really have a wide gap of what's going on out there. For the retailers, it's got to be a nightmare. They're finishing up the pre-plant corn. They're already starting to spray post-corn. Uh, they're trying to get the burn downs on on soybeans and now the side dress season's kicked off so uh, a little bit of patience would probably be appreciated there uh, with you guys at each of your retailers this is kind of one of them years they're going to be pulled in a lot of different directions uh, to make sure we get everything covered probably the one topic this week that we want to talk on is one that we've had a bunch of calls in here this morning and that has to do with the frost that came through uh, in some places on Saturday and some places on Sunday and some places both days itself. Uh, getting a lot of pictures coming in here and seeing a lot of tough looking corn that's uh, been burnt pretty hard by the frost and concerns about whether we should be thinking about replanting this corn. Well, the bad news is, is that it got frosted. The good news is this corn's pretty small. The growing point's protected. Uh, with this growing point under the ground, the frost is going to probably not be much of an issue to, to speak of. When we worry about frost damage, it's really how big the growth is above the ground. And if we get frost on a large plant and we knock it down, that plant uh, it kind of wraps up like a rope and the new growth has to come up through the middle of it. And that's where we get in trouble. Usually not from a frost killing the corn as much as we can't get the new growth out through the old dead tissue that's all wrapped up. So the smaller the corn, the easier it's going to be able to handle this frost. Most of what I've seen, it's not going to be a problem. A lot of people are remembering back to the nightmares of 1992 when that frost or freeze came on May 27th. That corn was a lot bigger. And that did trigger a lot of replant because we had so much of it wrapped up in all that dead tissue itself. Downside is we're going to have to wait. We're going to have to sit on this for four days or so. And by the time we get four or five days uh, under the, the frost itself or past the frost, we're going to see new growth pretty aggressive at that time. And it's going to basically signify how, how much of the plant stand is still alive. I expect a high percentage of it. By the time we get to eight days out from that frost, it'll be pushing hard enough and that old tissue will be deteriorated enough that we'll see some uh, bunched up leaves that are going to be buggy whipped, but they'll be breaking through, I think, in pretty good shape. Will we lose some stand? Sure we will. You can't do that to a cornfield without some of the weak ones being weeded out or some of those that got hit harder itself being taken out. One area of concern that I really do have are you guys up there at Wilmington, Illinois, where on top of getting a frost on Saturday and Sunday, you picked up three to five inches of rain. That's a situation that does worry me. In the saturated portions of the field that got frosted, um, there could be some really rough time ahead for that corn itself. 
There's nothing we can do about it. We just have to sit here and wait. But I'm telling you, don't put your corn planters away there. We may have to go back out. And at least in that low ground, we may have to fill in those holes because frosted corn that's in a saturated situation is so much more susceptible to a disease outbreak in itself. And it's uh, short on oxygen on top of it. So there's some tough stuff there. In the, in the same area, we actually had some soybeans that were up that got frosted. Uh, that usually doesn't go very well for soybeans. Again, time will tell here. We'll have to watch those stands. Most likely some of those are going to have to be uh, replanted in itself. The other thing that we want to think about, all this corn that got frosted kind of knocked it for a loop and it's going to have to recover. So let's stay away from the corn with our post herbicides until we get this corn recovered. You don't want to worry about uh, the corn's metabolism at this point when you're trying to uh, make it work through the frost damage and deal with the herbicide application. So let's let's pull the brakes, uh, put the brakes on for our uh, post herbicide on the corn until we see this corn recovering in itself. Again, as we move back into bean planting, getting a number of calls today about fields that are just kind of on the border, how hard do we push the soybean planting itself? One thing about soybeans, I, I talked to two or three guys today and said the top inch is drying off really nice, but down below that inch we've got a lot of moisture, a lot of muck to deal with down there. And I'm going to tell you with soybeans, go ahead and pull those row cleaners up. Make sure you leave the dry soil on top and you push the bean down into the wet soil below. But if you get very much uh, activity on your row cleaner at all, you're going to be pushing soil and you're going to be pushing the dry soil way that you need to stay on top. So as we've often talked about in our meetings, we it's time to teach that planter to dance. Keep it up on top of the dry soil. So how you're going to do that? You're going to raise the row cleaners and you're going to back off the down pressure and you're going to stay light out there but get those beans into moisture uh, in itself. Remember, soybeans can handle residue. So it's not like corn residue being pinned in in a corn stand. Uh, soybeans can handle that residue and it shouldn't be uh, too big an issue there. Side dressing is getting underway at a pretty good clip in the, some areas. Uh, the nitrates are looking pretty good uh, that are coming in so far, but most of them are coming in from the dry areas. So the dry areas are ahead in the bean planting, they're ahead in the side dressing itself. Uh, and those nitrates look pretty good. We can account for just about everything that's out there. I'm not so sure that's going to be the case in the areas that got all the rain this weekend. So situation, again, if you picked up anywhere from an inch and a half to three inches of rain, that could be different, meaning those nitrates could be on the move itself. So you want to keep pulling those nitrates so we don't have any surprises out there, especially you guys that are holding nitrogen back and you're going to wide drop it later. Um, you don't want that corn turning yellow before you get there and then you're in a panic mode. So if you're pulling your nitrates now, we can get a pretty good idea if you're going to have enough nitrogen to get you to V10 or V12 or what you're looking for in itself and whether there's been any loss. Just don't assume there hasn't been any loss. I know looking at some of the samples are, uh, here today, there's a correlation. The more broadcast nitrogen we have on, uh, the more, more that potentially is missing and that Again, coming from the dry areas that didn't get rain to incorporate some of this nitrogen, you can see that in the nitrate samples themselves, meaning that we volatilized it off, we didn't leach it out there. So keep pulling those nitrates, keep sending them in here, uh, and we can avoid any surprises down the road. Crews are out pulling the soil test for the summer. Uh, so if you haven't got your soil test orders for summer testing in yet, we'd appreciate it you get that done. 
It's a lot more efficient for our crews to clean up all the acres when we're in your neighborhood uh, than to come back for strays in itself. And summer testing does allow us then to get the results back to you in a lot quicker fashion so there's no delay in the fall when we're trying to deal with harvesting and following up with our tillage and that type of thing and getting the lime applications so you can pre-drop your lime in the field. So if you haven't got your summer testing orders in, please take time to, to get those in here so we can keep you on schedule there. With that, I think we got some really good corn stands out there. Haven't seen enough of the bean stands yet to get a good feel for it. Um, got to see more of it come up. But uh, again, the corn stands in general look pretty good. We are going to take a little ding here from that frost, but I think we'll be all right. So with that, keep it safe and keep her moving. We'll talk to you next week.